to Grace Point Church podcast, we proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Pastor Fidel Nyekuri. Pastor Fidel is the associate pastor at Grace Point Church. Karibu sana to Tafakari Tuesday, and we continue with the topic this month of October of guarding the heart. We have borrowed this from Proverbs 4.23. Keep your heart without vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. And last week we clarified what the heart means according to the Bible. And today now, we're going to look to expand this a bit and look at the subtopic, what keeping the heart is and why we should keep the heart. So two things, what keeping the heart is and why we should keep the heart. Let me say that the material for these sessions have been borrowed from the book, Keeping the Heart, How to Maintain Your Love for God. Uh, this is a classic by a Puritan called John Flavel. Karibasana, and let's think about this together. So the first thing we start with is, what does it mean to keep the heart? And here's a quote from Flavel. The greatest difficulty in conversion is to win the heart to God, and the greatest difficulty after conversion is to keep the heart with God. Winning the heart to God, keeping the heart with God. Whether you're converted or not, the heart needs to be worked on. Our hearts are prone to wonder. Our hearts run away from God. Our hearts seek anything else apart from God. There is work to be done if our hearts are to remain with God. If we are believers, we should thank God that he has saved us. He has drawn our hearts to him. Then, after we have been saved, we need to work in depending on God, relying on the Holy Spirit, that our hearts will be kept with God. We need to understand one thing, that our heart has to be, as, as we think about this, that our heart has to be regenerated first. We have to be given a new heart first before we even think of our duty of keeping or guarding our hearts. And so we need to think about that. If you're not a Christian, you cannot. You cannot keep your heart because your heart is far from God. But if you are a believer, your heart has been won over to God then there's the duty of then keeping your heart with God. So he is keeping the heart. Flavo says about keeping the heart, he says, it's carefully to preserve it from sin, which disorders it, and maintain that spiritual frame which fits it for a life of communion with God. Keeping the heart is carefully preserving it from sin, which disorders our heart, and maintaining that spiritual frame which fits it for a life of communion with God. You have to take utmost care in fighting sin and maintaining the right spiritual frame so that you are in communion with God. How do we do this? Six things that, um, again, Flavo gives. One is by frequent observation of the frame of the heart. Frequent observation of the form of the heart. Keep examining your heart, your motives, your desires, your attitudes, your decisions. Examine them. Look how is your heart. Number two, by deep humiliation for heart evils and disorders. Deep humiliation for heart evils and disorders. It means that as believers, we are not to be comfortable with sin. You know, to be comfortable with the evils that emanate from our hearts and every disorder that comes as a result of sin. We need to be hating those things that God hates. 
and loving those things that God loves. And when we find ourselves, we are leaning towards sin, we should be in deep humiliation for such evils. Number three, honest supplication and instant prayer. Honest supplication and instant prayer for purifying and rectifying grace. At a time when we find ourselves being tempted, we have fallen into sin, then prayer, supplication should be our thing, asking that we be purified, that the grace of God will rectify us, will bring our hearts back to order again. Number four, imposing strong engagements upon self to walk more carefully with God. Imposing strong engagements upon self to walk more carefully with God. And this will mean then you avoid those occasions, those instances whereby your heart may be induced to sin. We need to learn to flee. Flee from sin. Run away. Don't lead your heart directly into occasions where it will be induced to sin. Fight sin. Run. Number five, constant and holy jealousy over our own hearts. Constant and holy jealousy over our own hearts. We need to be awake to what is stealing our affections. We need to be awake to the roaming and pressuring desires and everything that is working against our heart to desire God. So we need to do that constantly and have that jealousy so that we are guiding our hearts and running away and avoiding everything that may come against our guiding of our hearts. And number six is realizing of God's presence within us, with us, realizing of God's presence with us. Uh, here's the thing, we need to live our lives as the reformers called Coram Dio, in the presence of God, realizing every day, every moment, wherever we are, we are in the presence of God. And so we always set the Lord before us. And that's how we keep our hearts. That's how we guard our hearts. Because the moment you, you, you fail to realize the presence of God with you, then you say, oh, I don't care. Well, perhaps he's not seeing. Perhaps he's not there. Guard your heart. That's what it will mean. By you realizing the presence of God with you every day, every time, every moment. That is what it means keeping the heart. Now let's think about the second bit is why we should keep the heart. Why? Just briefly to look at this again, John Flevel though, John Flevel outlined six reasons why we should keep our heart. And number one is because the glory of God is much concerned. The glory of God is much concerned. We don't live for ourselves. We don't live to bring fame, light, glory to ourselves, but it's to God. Whatever you do should be for God's glory. And so we should keep our heart because God's glory is at stake. Number two, we should keep our hearts because the sincerity of our profession depends upon the care we exercise in keeping our hearts because of the sincerity of our profession. And here's the thing, because many times our hearts condemn us. And if our hearts condemn us, then we are not sincere in our profession of being believers. Friend, don't be a Christian. Don't purport to live a life honoring to God, a life pleasing to God, and yet your heart condemns you. You're not sincere in your profession. Number three, because the beauty of our conversation arises from the frame of our hearts. Because the beauty of our conversation arises from the frame of our hearts. 
are you uh, do you want to have any meaningful conversations do you want to be a person who's full of love and grace as you have event conversations and speech it's seasoned with grace then you need to take care of your heart otherwise you grow in bitterness and do not have any meaningful to say to other people the beauty of conversation arises from the state of our heart the comfort of our souls that's number four arises or the comfort of our souls depends on how we keep our hearts the comfort of our souls when you're going through difficult times times of difficulty even times of doubt how are we going to have assurance and hope yes it is god the holy spirit who gives us assurance but also we'll have assurance and hope when we know we are in the right frame of heart when you know our spiritual state is good before god doubt lack of assurance come to us when our heart has been exposed to all manner of things that are not godward at all number five, the improvement of our grace depends on keeping of our hearts the improvement of our grace you see god has given us grace and we see this grace working through different means of grace and if we are to grow in the different means of grace think prayer think rich reading of the word think evangelism think fellowship we'll do that if our heart is in the right place because the reality is you'll not be in good fellowship when your heart is in, the, in a bad shape you not pray if your heart is in a bad shape you not give when your heart is in a bad shape those things perhaps you're you're struggling the means of grace god has given us is because of the state of your heart think about that and number number six, the last one is the stability of our souls in the hour of temptation depends upon the care we exercise in keeping our hearts the stability of our souls when you are tempted when temptation comes then again what is the state of your heart you know have you been uh, in your heart being um, jealous and then an opportunity comes then it might go into murder it might go into deep hatred and even theft guard your heart guard your heart so that when temptation come you will not fall into temptation it is our duty to keep our heart in the right shape and frame it's not easy it's hard work but we must do it this is an important task and we need to keep growing in this may the lord help us thank you so much for joining us see you again next time amen Thank you for listening to today's episode of Grace Point Church podcast. For more information and past episodes, visit our website gracepointchurch.org. Please join us again tomorrow for a new episode. Goodbye.